Welcome to Let Go Lean In, a podcast of resources for your journey of transformation. What kind of transformation? The wholehearted kind, personal, professional, and spiritual. Each week, you'll hear different transforming practices to help you on your journey of becoming more fully you. We'll hear from others about their own journeys, learning to let go of habits and patterns that no longer serve them, and how they're practicing leaning forward to the wise woman God has designed. I'll occasionally include a book recommendation because, well, that's part of how I'm wired. I love ideas and encouraging others to learn and grow. Thanks for being here. Well, welcome, dear listener, to another episode of Let Go Lean In. I am excited today to introduce you to a brand new friend whom I met online, who also today is launching her book, Ruthie Gray. Welcome to Let Go Lean In. Yay! Thank you. I'm so excited. I, <laughs> I can't, bet you are. I can't stop like singing. Yeah, no, I I bet you are. I I am so excited that today's the day and that we get to have this conversation and tell people about your book, but also let them know who you are and the work you're doing in the world and the goodness that you're bringing and encouragement and authenticity and all the things. And we are going to talk about leadership, dear listener, not just about Ruthie's book, but you'll see how it connects. All it ties things. in. Yeah. Well, let <laughs> me begin by um, reading you Ruthie's bio so you'll get a chance to know who she is kind of behind the scenes. Ruthie Gray is a wife, Gigi, empty nester, and content marketing consultant for Christian entrepreneurs, specializing in community building for Instagram and newsletter growth. Her hobbies include Florida beach walks, RVing with hubby, and reading historical fiction. Ruthie is the founder of Authentic Online Marketing School, where she teaches her community marketing framework and podcasts at Authentic Online Marketing. So easy, your mom or Carol Brady can do it. And if you don't remember Carol Brady, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> connect with her on Instagram or on her website, AuthenticOnlineMarketing.com. And dear listener, all the time, I will have all the ways to connect with Ruthie in the show notes at letgoleaninpodcast.com. So you don't have to hunt too far for those things. Welcome again, Ruthie. I'm so glad that we get to have this conversation. I have so many things. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk about all the things. Let's talk about all the things. So let's talk a little bit about the book now. Talk about leadership because that'll the book will come in there and then we'll end by talking about your book some more because I'm I'm so excited. Um so to that end finding you on Instagram is always a mystery but that's where I found you and I found your podcast first and how in the world did you land on authentic online marketing and just <laughs> know that this was what the world needed to learn, uh, you know, and all the things. I'll stop there. Okay. Well, I started out teaching about Instagram and 
even before that, I was coaching, I was running Instagram accounts for people because they just didn't really understand how it worked. And I just, I had this inherent um, flair for Instagram. And so I started doing that and then, and then I transitioned into coaching. And then I thought, you know, I need a way to reach more people. It needs to be a podcast. And so it became Instagram insider hacks. So that's how it started. And then I was like, wait a minute, Instagram is a trademark. (laughs) So let's change this. (laughs) And, and so I polled my audience. I polled my Instagram. I mean, I have a dedicated group of story watchers that's where I really connect with my people in the dms and with polls and that sort of thing those are my people and uh I said what do you think it should be this or that this or that and they helped me decide that it should be authentic online marketing because it is more than Instagram it is email marketing it is podcasting it is Mm -hmm. so many different ways uh to network and get your platform built Mm-hmm. and market your product or your book or your podcast, whatever. Right. And so uh, authentic just really resonated with me because I wanted people. My big thing is trying to get people to just be themselves mm. on online, on Instagram, right. on whatever platform you're on get on video and talk in your own voice and sing if you want to. That's what I do on my podcast all the time. And I mean, (laughs) I never thought I would do something like that, but the older I get, the more comfortable I am in my skin and it's part of me. And so that's what I try to teach people at the end of every podcast. We say, I say, remember to share your message, your way in your own authentic voice. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, that really resonated with me personally, because I have been trying to find my way. And when I learned of your book, Empty Nest Awakenings, I thought, this is the book I needed in 2013, Mm -hmm. which is like, okay, so you went in your podcast, and yet you recognize there was a message that was in you that needed to come forth. And, and I would love to hear the connective tissue between those two. (laughs) This is what's so exciting. So when I first started teaching Instagram, I had transitioned from my parenting blog, which is Mm -hmm. Ruthie great up mom and mentoring moms to capture joy in home and business. And so it was more about young moms And so when I started teaching Instagram, I thought, well, all the young moms will come over here. Well, guess what? All the young moms already know how to do Instagram. They (laughs) could teach us a thing or two. Indeed. And so the more I did that, the more I realized the people who were coming to me were my age. Yeah. They were the empty nest midlife mom that's like 45 and up. Right. And I thought, oh, okay, then we're going with this. And so... Uh, when I launched my coaching and my trainings uh, and my authentic online marketing school, those are the people. The, that's the majority. I always say, if you're with me, if you're in my posse, you're either the midlife mom 
or you're an old soul who hates technology and you hate <laughs> social media, but you know, you need to be on there. <laughs> and it's true. That's who I attract it, it, the people who don't want to do a bunch of antics on, on social and, and dance to reels and things like that. They just want to, they want to market their product in an effective way. Mm -hmm. And so I, that's who, that's my demographic. And so in our, in my communities, in my conversations with my people, we talk about more than Instagram and email. We talk mm -hmm. about building businesses and the factors that go with our, our demographic and our age group and working around caregiving and grand grandkids and adult kids. And it's just the conversation becomes so much more that, I mean, that's my group and I've already been through all of this and and made my way to build my business and so that's why i knew that i could write this book yeah i love that because you pay attention to your audience which is one of the things that you teach <laughs> pay attention to your audience pay attention. Listen. and and so you knew that the audience was not who you thought because you paid attention to who was yeah. showing up. I, I love that. You know, you practice what you preach, as they say. And and you know what? As I've been privileged to be reading your book ahead of time, one of the things that stood out to me that coincided with you choosing the leadership value that you have is that you also made good on your commitment. Because you told people that you were going to write <laughs> and because you told people, you then had accountability. So you've lived this out, but I'm curious from the list of values that I sent you, why accountability stood out? Because some people don't like accountability. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm learning that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, It's something that has, I have learned over time about myself for you know years i've known this about myself really since a since growing up i am a pianist mm -hmm. uh because i took lessons for a thousand years <laughs> like i started well, you were four years old when you wanted to become a concert pianist yes so come on now that's a life i was <laughs> i and i knew that i wanted to do that and my parents i was an only child and they were um all about helping me do that Mm. and uh helping me realize that um and i don't know how much money they spent on piano lessons from second grade on up through my college years uh, i was taught by the chairman of the bible college um the chairman of the music committee of the bible college where my parents uh <clears throat> sorry where my parents worked and oh. i eventually went there to college and graduated uh, so that was accountability there. I had to practice and I had, if I didn't practice, my piano teacher knew it every week. And so I learned young to be disciplined about that. Mm. But I also learned, um, in early motherhood that I needed to be accountable for a lot of things, uh, accountable, uh, for Bible reading, like to, to other like to groups uh, accountable for uh, my temper mm -hmm. accountable for weight weight 
maintenance or mm -hmm. loss. If mm -hmm. I wanted to actually lose weight, I knew that I had to go like to Weight Watchers or do something where I had to, you know, just answer to someone else. And then um, nowadays, uh, my people, my membership and my training groups, they know this too. They know that they will post on Instagram because Monday is share day. And so the group all shares, they share what their post is and we go and, and comment and, you know, just, and share their work. And so they know that that accountability is there every Monday. And so that's kind of how I teach my groups. And they realize this about themselves too. We need accountability. Yeah. I love that. In, in our podcast conversations that I have with other women leaders, we talk about the importance of learning to lead yourself well in order to lead others well. And so you just spoke to that by recognizing personal accountability in areas in your life and how you needed it. And now you're helping others learn mm -hmm. that accountability outside yourself is such a value. And, and I love that, you know, just you're demonstrating it. A lot of people, women especially, don't see themselves as having leadership and because, you know, sometimes they don't have that word in their work uh, title. And mm -hmm. yet, you know, you homeschooled your four kids and you were involved in, you know, caregiving for your parents and developing this community that you're doing. That's all leadership. And, and so yes. anybody in any season of life is developing a leadership mm -hmm. style whether you know it or not, whether they know it or not. Exactly. And so that's part of the work that I do is helping women connect the dots between their work, their life and their faith so that they can be mm -hmm. wholehearted in whatever it is they do. But I mentioned I needed this book back in 2013 when I became an empty nester. And one of the things that God has really impressed upon me in this season of life is to grow into the woman that I needed then. And that's mm -hmm. what really stood out to me about your book is that you are offering this. You're, you are an empty nester still, but you're also writing to those who are entering that season. And, mm -hmm. and I just wonder as you were writing, cause you write, oh my goodness, Ruthie, your voice is in your words. And that isn't always true of authors. I struggle with that myself. And I mentioned that before we started recording. And I just admire that so much. How, how much did you process within yourself to be able to communicate in the way that you do in this book that you all have to go out and get because I know <laughs> if you're listening you're you're Ruthie's people <laughs> because you're you're either already an empty nester or you're coming there and and just like her audience this is this is it so anyway back to my question how did you come to this place of being able to communicate with so much authenticity I love it. Uh, years and years of writing and practicing writing mm. and blogging. Mm. Well, I started blogging 15 years ago. Yeah. 
And it was just stories about my family because I thought they were funny and they were. And so my friends would read it or my family, you know, I didn't know what I was going for. It was just an outlet because I saw that empty nest was coming and I was needing, you know, just something to do. So eventually then I built my mom blog and started honing my craft even more. And it's just been a desire of mine. I mean, I've been a writer since young mother, well, since I was little, Mm -hmm. but I even, you know, I used to write a parenting column in our local newspaper. And so it's just something that I have grown with Mm -hmm. and tried to, you know, if you're like everybody else, If you don't let your personality shine through, then you don't really stand out. And that's why authenticity is what I stand for, because that's also how you build your platforms. That's just, that's how, that's how it rolls. You'll look at that in marketing with anything, you know, look at Target. They're unique because they have the little red dot and they have the dollar spot and all this other great stuff that moms love. Yeah. So how do you stand out? What makes you unique? And it's just an ever evolving process. Mm. And even just in the last couple of years, did I start really using like the seventies flair and terminology, you know, like so easy your mom or Carol Brady could do it. If you go to my website, authenticonlinemarketing.com, you'll see all kinds of references to the seventies terminology, like keep on trucking and, you know, uh, so classy as a Jacqueline Smith commercial. (laughs) (laughs) We bought her clothes at Kmart. Yeah. Oh, so it just so it takes paying attention and honing and being intentional about it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that that kind of ties into one of the questions that that I like to ask when I'm interviewing, when we think about struggle in in leading ourselves well and leading others well and what we learn from that. I'm wondering if there's something additional to where you are now that you could share with people, or if it's truly just keep trucking. <laughs> keep. Was there anything that came to mind when you read that question when I sent it ahead? I believe that it's taking some time for yourself, mm. uh, really journaling. I, I am a big proponent of it. Maybe you don't like to write. Maybe you like to type. Maybe it's a digital journal. But I think it's important to process your thoughts because a lot of times you don't know what's in your mind until you write it yes, or type it. And I spend a lot of time um, as my, like my husband has traveled all these years um, while we were, while I was raising, while we were raising the kids, (laughs) sometimes I felt like a single parent, but, um, and I will say when he was there, he was very present, but he would travel. And so once they got old enough to uh, be alone, I started traveling with him and his work is at the beach. In, it's in St. Pete, Florida, wow. um, where we now have a second home. And so I started traveling with him and I would take my journal out on the beach and I would just write and write and write and try to figure out what mm-hmm. I was doing and, 
And that just really helped me process. And so that's what I, I like to encourage people to do, um, especially women and moms and emptiness moms. Yeah, that's right. so good. I love what you said because you often don't know what your thoughts are till you get them out of you. But the the thing about talking them out with a friend, there's value in that, but you're not actually capturing your thoughts. Right. They're just going right. out. Someone's hearing them, but the recording so you can reflect is is really what is beneficial in the journaling part. I'm a huge fan. I have a whole mm -hmm. box of journals since <laughs> I was too. a child <laughs> with all kinds of things. And I often end up journaling my prayers because yes, I, I'm wrestling with a, an issue and it turns into my conversation with God. And it has been really a, a healing process to go to go through, you know, that that act. So, yes, journaling, everybody listening. I know teachers like myself who used to collect your journal at the end of the week mm -hmm. and read it over the weekend and write back to you. Maybe that feels uncomfortable. Nobody's doing that anymore. Journaling still is beneficial. <laughs> so It is. Even if it's just a line a day or a couple lines a day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, one other thing that I wanted to just, you know, before we, we come to a close, just the idea, it's a borrowed question that I've kind of reframed. Barbara Brown Taylor uh, posed a question or it was actually posed to her that has now been told as her question, um, what is saving your life right now? But I started thinking about it in regard to leadership. What's keeping you motivated? What keeps you wanting to show up every day to your people? It's ultimately my commitment to what God has presented to me that I'm supposed to be doing right now. <laughs> yeah, honestly, because when you're an entrepreneur and especially, I think, well, I don't know, I, I think it's probably any, any, in any arena, whether you have a physical um, marketplace or it's online, I think you end up doubting yourself on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. I'll go to bed some nights and I might've had the best day. Maybe I had, you know, clients come in that I didn't even know were going to want to hire me or, or work with me. And, and it's just ultimately you doubt yourself. Am I doing what I'm you know, am I doing it right? Or why am I doing this? Or, or it'll just take one comment, one negative comment or one unsubscribe. And you'll be like, I'm not even good at this. Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. I, I am not, who do I think I am? But ultimately my purpose is, is bound and anchored into what God has put before me. He's mm -hmm. laid it out for me. And the reason I'm so sure of it is because I meet with him every morning and he has, he has spoken to me. There's a, a chapter in the book called invite the unexplainable. Yeah. And it's where God has spoken to me. It's not audible, but it's there. And it's, he impresses on me through the Holy spirit keep going. <laughs> and you have that accountability 
And yes, you know, this is, this is the yeah, whole are, thing, yeah. right? You are accountable to God because he's laid that before you and keeps directing your steps. And mm -hmm. you recognize that that accountability is, is motivating. It's not like a burden. It's no. drawing you forward. No, it's joy. And that's one thing that I talk about in the book is you have desires. And if you're walking with the Lord, they're desires from him. Yes. Your desires are his desires. Yes. You don't have to keep questioning yourself. Why do I want to do this? Just lean into it and take a step. Yes. Because if you're, if you're walking with him, it's, it's probably not just you. It's, it's him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love everything that you've said. And I'm so excited that this is going live on your launch day and mm -hmm. people go out and buy her book. You can find it. I'll have it in my Instagram and in my uh, show notes on let go lean in podcast, Ruthie, congratulations for the fruit of your labors being born into the world. I know many women will be encouraged to step forward in the season that they're in. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me today. You bet. Thanks for listening to this episode of Let Go Lean In podcast. I so appreciate you taking the time to listen and engage with the thoughts that come out of my head and into this microphone, as well as listening to conversations that I'm privileged to have with other amazing people who are doing great work in the world. I would really appreciate you sharing this episode or other episodes of Let Go Lean In podcast with people who you think would benefit from the information that is being shared here. Also, it's always a great help to others by liking and subscribing to the podcast so that the SEO goes up and Apple podcast and where you listen to podcasts will show the podcast as interesting and available. So please help us out to get the word out by liking and subscribing and coming back next week. Thanks for being here.